Hey, Kerry here. It's uh, January the 1st, 2021. Did not make it to see the ball drop, but that's to be expected. Um, I am very excited about what's going to happen in 2021, and I don't agree with the people who are saying there's going to be a crash. In, In fact, I believe just the opposite. I think there is going to be a stock market rally if you're in the right stocks. I think it's going to be a stock market of a stock picker's market, because I think there's some huge opportunities that are in front of us, and all we have to do is get out in front of them and invest in the companies that's going to make the world a better place. So I want to get into that. Now, I do want to share with you that I do have a doom and gloom scenario that uh, I want to share with you. But Nita has said, make this an uplifting video because it's your first video of 2021. So I'm going to save that to the end. So if you don't want to hear my doom and gloom uh, scenario, uh, just, you know, cut me out when you see we're getting near the end of the video. So let's get into it and see what 2021 has for for us. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, I believe that we don't make predictions of what's going to happen to stocks by looking at the past, but we instead look at the future and what is going to happen and how are they going to position themselves to take advantage of it. And thus, how can I as an investor position my money to take advantage of it by buying ownership in the companies that are going to change the way we live? So, But I do believe we need to look back and say, what did we learn from what just happened? Because what happened in 2020 is probably the most significant year is relative to the future of the stock market that has ever happened. And I mean, it, 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 it dwarfs 1999's uh, introduction of the uh, internet and uh, 2009's introduction of the smartphone and social media and all that. What I think happened in 2020 is going to shape the landscape of our economy and our world from from this point forward. And it will come back and look at 2020 and say, that was a instrumental year. So what did we learn? We learned that our country cannot sustain a pandemic. We, We learned that our system has no means of recognizing a major health scare when it comes. So that is learned. We learned that our supply chain is broken. We learned that we didn't have any respirators when we needed them. We learned that we didn't have any uh, PPE when we needed it. It came to the surface that uh, 80% of our pharmaceuticals and 90% of our antibodies come out of China, that we are susceptible. Hell, all of my shoes come out of China, Um, my running shoes, my clothes come out of China. We don't have a self-sustaining supply chain. We are totally dependent on other countries to keep us living. Is that safe? Is that sustainable? Is that something that we want to allow to happen. To put it bluntly, we no longer have a manufacturing and infrastructure. We have opted for cheaper price 
rather than self-sustainability. We've shipped the jobs across to the sea and, and basically said, well, um, a cheaper price is more important. Well, that, that, that has changed. Um, we can pretty much match the price uh, within probably 5% of buying goods from other sources. So we learned that, this government. We also learned that our government can't make decisions, that we are totally divided in Washington, and they can't make decisions. Yeah, they made a decision to pump roughly $3 trillion into our economy. And when it was all over, it got to be close to $7 trillion. But when it got down to the end of the year and people didn't have food for for Christmas and um, were threat being threatened by the p- fact that they haven't been paying their rent and haven't been making their mortgage payments and they were going to be evicted, we couldn't make a decision. Our government is divided. Let's face it, it is divided, and it is hampering us from keeping up with the rest of the world's economy. We're being threatened as the world leader. Our monetary system is being threatened because they can't make any decisions in Washington. Okay? So we know it. Are we going to live with it, or are we going to do something about it? Uh, Our infrastructure is falling apart. Uh, We have done nothing to take care of our airports, our highways, and we've neglected, again, because we can't make decisions in Washington. And in essence, what this has done is whereas in some countries where they run under a communist state, they make decisions immediately, and they move on them, and it's done. So we have... We have basically handicapped the democratic decision-making process because we can't make a decision. And then when we do make a decision, we can't implement it. We made a decision that we were going to buy some vaccines, and we proclaimed that we would have 20 million people vaccinated by the first of the year. We had 2 million. We couldn't implement the decisions we made. That's what we have learned. So... With that in mind, I'm now seeing the pundits saying there's going to be a crash in 2020 or 2021, and uh, there's going to be a rotation from tech stocks, big tech. They're gotten overvalued, and we're going to go to value stocks. Well, what are value stocks? Exxon, um, they, they also, Morgan uh, Stanley, uh, Dean Witter, the, the banking system, those are value stocks. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, General Motors, there, oh boy, there's value there. Ford, um, General Electric, boy, there's value there. Those are value stocks. And I and I saw Graham basically say, yeah, that's that. And he, he would flash the, the news articles that he had accumulated to support that the market is going to move to value stocks. I don't think so. I, I really don't. Not if we want to save our world. No. We can't, because what needs to happen in 2021 for our world to continue? Well, the first thing we have to do is we have to create a system where we can track the health of the people in our country, so that if, in fact, another pandemic and another pandemic will come, we can spot it before it spreads across the country. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
I told you about the smart bathroom. I told you about the smart mirror and the smart toothbrush. It's all possible. With 5G, it's, 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 it's done. But it's got to be implemented. It's got to be put in place. And who is going to, who has the potential to do that? Big tech. It, it, it's all, in, it, they hold the data. They hold the ability to put an app on my phone, uh, trace my poop, compare it to the poop of the people in Des Moines, Iowa, and say, hey, there's a, there's a, a virus in Mountain Brook, Alabama, and carries poop. Let's shut Birmingham down. That's possible. It's needed. Big tech can do it. GE can't do it. General Motors can't do it. Morgan Stanley can't do it. So why would we rotate to, because that's what's happened in the past. Because that's whenever you've had a bull market and then you get 10 years into it, there's a rotation. Well, the past is the past. We're living in a new world. And those of you who think you can predict what's going to happen in the stock market by looking over your shoulder are crazy. you got to look out into the future and say, what's coming? What just happened? And what are the implications of what just happened? And who can get us out of this? Big tech. Big tech can get us out of this. So that's why I'm going heavier into Amazon, Google, Apple, uh, uh, Microsoft. The, the big tech has the answers to our problems when it comes to health care. We need to rebuild our manufacturing economy. I, I, I mean, to, to save $5 on a pair of shoes, all our shoes are now made in China. To save whatever, because I don't know what a chip costs, our chips are made in Taiwan. Come on. Why are we doing this? Why are we, out of greed and need, putting our country in such a precarious position? Why are we doing that? We can't do it anymore. So who can get us out of that? Big tech. And they can do it through 3D printing. They can do it through robotics. We can bring our supply chain back to the United States. Who can do that? Can Morgan Stanley do it? No. Can General Electric do it? No. They don't have the money to do it. They don't have the, the brains to do it. It's sitting in about 12 companies. And those 12 companies are built on tech. There will not be a rotation. God help us if there's a rotation to value. Because we cannot depend on the value companies to get us out of the position that we are currently find ourselves in. We have to become self-sufficient. If you haven't figured that out, stay to the end of the video. So the big tech. Then we have to, we have to put our differences aside and we have to start making good decisions in Washington, D.C. for the betterment of the people of our country. Not for your little group or your little conclave. We have to make decisions better for the betterment of our country. Does that mean that maybe for a while we create something of a socialist state where we support these people who don't have any food, where we come up with a way that they can stay in their homes and don't have to go out in the freezing cold of February when we're due to evict them? Is that unreasonable? 
if we can move our manufacturing to the United States, if it, if it takes if it takes another seven trillion dollars to stop these people from being hungry and stop them from being put out on the streets, and then we can move our manufacturing to the to our own country and give them jobs, good paying jobs, and then tax them. Can we? Can we make up the $14 trillion that we're going to have to spend to make this happen in 2020 and 2021? Yes. Yes, because right now those tax dollars are going to China and, it, and, and, and Vietnam and Singapore, where we put our jobs, where we, in India, where we, where we put our tech, even some of our tech, bring it home, tax it, employ the people, feed them house them. It can be done, but we've got to get along. We've got to put our arms around each other and say, this is for the best interest of all of us. This is how we have to have a plan. Just like I tell you, you have to have a plan for your portfolio. This nation needs a plan. Hell, how can you have all these vaccines come across the ocean? We didn't even manufacture the first vaccine. It came out of England. And then you can't figure out how to get it into people's arms? No, let's give it to the states. The states aren't equipped to do this. Come on. If we don't get our together, we got some bigger problems. I'll totally tell you about that at the end of the video. Okay. We need to unite. We need to come together. Okay. If you don't want to hear my doom and gloom, say goodbye now. Nice, nice having you. If you want to be a part of this, go to bestofusinvestors.com uh, and join our Discord where we have discussions like this. Okay, doom and gloom. What if this was a war? What if it was purposely put on us and the country who created or had created the, 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 the virus, also at the same time created a vaccine and, and uh, basically inoculated all their people um, before they turned it on the world? And what if that country was the center of the supply chain of the world and they also were some of the best people in cybersecurity and once they put the virus into our country and we, we saw our people dying, they said, now we're going to turn your lights off. Now we're going to shut your, your uh, internet down. Could that happen? Could that have happened? I think we just witnessed World War. Th we went through the test of what World War III will look like. It won't be missiles, and it won't be planes, and it won't be drones. It'll be a virus. A virus that the, if Hitler were alive today, I asked Nita, said, do not put this on your video. If Hitler were alive today, what would he do? Would he bomb uh, France and, and England? No. No, he'd, he'd just send a virus that he'd already vaccinated everybody but the Jews in his country. That's what would have happened. That's what can happen if we don't get our shit together. That's what's going to happen. And why would somebody do that? They want your oil. They want your tech. 
They want what you got, and they know how to get it. They just put you under a rock and then stomp on it. So, that's my doom and gloom. That's why I don't think, God, I pray that we don't have a crash in the market, that our government and our companies come together and say, this can never happen again. We can't survive this again, particularly if it is purposely put upon us. Now, have you heard this from anybody else? No. Do, are there other people who have connected these dots? Yes. Why aren't they telling you this? They're, they're afraid to because they know how vulnerable we are. I'm in it for investments. I'm in it to recognize what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and who's going to get us out of it. And I believe it's big tech. I believe it's biotech. I believe it's 3D printing. I believe it's robotics. That's where I'm going to invest my money because I know what's going to happen because I've looked back over the last 365 days and I know what just happened and what the consequences could have been if the motives were a little different. So, Happy New Year. Let's hope the people in Washington see this video because I don't think they have a clue. Um, and the people in the board of directors see this video because I think only a few of them have a clue. But that's where we are on January 1st, 2021. Mark this date. It is pivotal. It is pivotal for the survival of our nation and our population. Have a good day. Alabama's playing Notre Dame this afternoon. Go Roll Tide!